first of all, before we get into the episode, what do you think of my shirt? <laughs> We're pretty colorful today. This is a pretty loud shirt for you. I yeah. feel like you're usually more in nudes and maybe blacks, like more neutral colors, but this is fun for you today. I like this, it. This pops. Yeah, I was going to wear it to our Miami trip, and I thought this will be really fun, but for some reason it just wasn't uh, fitting well. <laughs> Um, what do you mean? <laughs> but then after, you know, taking an extra few days of, uh, you know, there, there was a friend of ours who we were at a wedding and he was explaining that his body was like a sponge where he in like four days of eating garbage food and drinking can like bloat up so much. Mm -hmm. But then as soon as he takes three days off and drinks water and like eats healthy again, he like loses all that weight. And I feel like that's what I was because leading up to Miami – I was like, well, I'm already going to be eating and drinking in Miami, so let me just like start a few days early. But for some reason, I get like this orb, and then as soon as I like care again and work out and I let my body like flush or something, like I'm not kidding you, I, I literally couldn't wear this shirt, and now it fits now like baggy in just three or four days. So I don't know what that is. Maybe if someone's like a dietitian or nutritionist or or something in the in that kind of All space. Bloat. But I remember that friend at the wedding mentioned that in like four days he gained twenty pounds. It's I think it's water yeah. retention, and and I used to always think it was from drinking beer, but what I'm realizing because when I cut out all these carbs, mm -hmm. it was for me it's it's these um, not carbs like potatoes or like Ezekiel bread or rice. But the carbs, like the bad, the bad carbs, carbs, the processed food, I think is what actually bloats me, not a couple beers, which makes me happy because I love having wine. I love having beer at like lunch. And I used to stay away from that thinking that's what bloated me, but it's not like I can actually enjoy a, a cold beer at the end of the night and it has nothing to do with the bloat as long as I'm not pairing it with like pizza, pasta, bad carbs. Yeah. Like all that kind of stuff. So, um, all of that story just to let you know that I'm very pleased and proud of the loose baggy shirt that Woo! I bought that actually does fit me well. And um, are you feeling a little sore about – well, let's talk about the workouts in a second. Let's just do our opening because sometimes – Let's I'm, do our opening, ooh, baby. I'm going to do it really fast. Really fast, but not too fast for the people. Where then it's unlike comfortable right. for people. Okay. Right. Welcome, everyone, to the Freddie and Alyssa Show. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe, like, comment, all that fun YouTube stuff. If you're watching on Facebook and you want to follow the page, that would be awesome. If you're listening on a platform like iTunes, hello out there. If you think we deserve a five-star review, we would absolutely love that. We've been putting out content now. This November, I believe, now that I've done the math, the Freddie and Alyssa brand is us as like a brand. Um, in November will be our four-year anniversary. Whoa. So we've been putting out content in uh, many different forms, and we couldn't be doing what we love or got here without all of you. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your support. And uh, we're just having an absolute blast doing this. Let, let's start off with the with the news of the Sunny Recast. Yes. Because we it, it was interesting because we we did the best we could in our video, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Uh, of being able to explain that I would not be going back if they called where days had already called, but it wasn't my place to be able to share um, the news that there was going to be a recast or that Will and Sonny were coming back. So we were trying to figure out a way, like what's the best way to, to talk about this? Right. And I think we did a really good job because we were able to explain the reasoning behind all of it without giving the actual information. And uh, the reason that we that we even said it two weeks ago is I heard it was coming out in September. 
And I said, if they don't announce this till September and every time we go live or every podcast yeah. or Q&A and someone says, hey, are you going back to days? I felt I, I could not say, well, the door is always open, but then I didn't want to ignore it. Right. So we had a discussion. I said, well, we're not going to give any story away or give away the news if we just say, here's the decision we made. If days calls, right. I would not return. Well, days did call. So I want to share kind of the process of what happened now that I can share all of it. Uh, when would you say that was exactly? So that was right before we went to Kansas City for my grandma's birthday, and that's June 16th. So I think it was the weekend right before. Okay. Because we were at your – I was actually driving. I remember yeah. getting – I dropped Alyssa off for one of her uh, beauty appointments, <laughs> and we were in Maitland, Florida, and I remember getting an email from production, and it was like, hey, what's your updated phone number? And I, I, that kind of gave me a heads yeah. up because I go, okay, they're looking to call me. And I, what I said in the past video too, like I was definitely considering that moment because I knew that no one's ever done with the show, that you're going to get called back at one point. And I, like I said before, I was very uh, open and honest with everybody that I highly considered it, that if, if they called, I was like, you know what, we can do back and forth. And we thought about it. But around like April or May is when I really made my decision that, I, I just, I, I didn't want to, you know, go back. And I said, well, maybe they might not even call. So what's the point of even thinking about it? Like, let's just move on. And then what do you know, beginning of June, they did call and they let me know about the Peacock um, spinoff or however you'd want to Yeah, call so that. basically Peacock is their streaming app and they're doing episodes, I guess, that were, it, what's what's the spinoff called? Back to Salem? Beyond Salem. Beyond Salem. Which is great. Yeah. Whoever came up with that yeah. is Beyond Salem yeah, is really cool. It's very smart. But I'm curious, are those episodes going to be, do you know, an hour long? I think they're, I think here, I can't remember who I was talking to this about or who told me this, but I believe this to be true of, of what their mindset is. Now, I don't know if it was Sony, NBC, Corday, all three. I don't know um, the nuts and bolts of this. But as you can tell with Apple, Netflix, Hulu, uh, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Paramount, Peacock, the list goes on. Amazon, every single platform is basically just turning their station into an app yeah. and then merging. So with Peacock, I think that is, or I know is NBC's, you know, online streaming. So they're having all their original content on there. And with Days of Our Lives having such a huge brand and with them being renewed for two years, but these apps getting really popular, I was thinking that they're probably testing out to see how many people will actually go to Peacock. Yep. Did someone tell me that? I don't think so. I don't know. I, I, I do so much talking on podcasts and to people. You I never know, know what was real, said or what was saying. But so maybe this was my idea or my thoughts on it. Or maybe <laughs> someone told me. But anyway, that they're going to test out how many people are going to watch this five-episode series. So maybe it was Corday. Maybe it was oh, Sony. five episodes. Yeah. Oh. Or maybe it was um, it was NBC who goes, you know what, let's invest some money. Let's get a bunch of past characters, current characters, and let's do this big thing. And let's see how many people we can pull and how many viewers we can get on Days of Our Lives. Because if that goes well, they might think in their heads, well, in two years when this contract's up on the NBC cable, maybe we just move Days of Our Lives to Peacock in general, because I think they're even putting episodes on Peacock. Right. If you don't watch it at one, you can watch it at Peacock at seven o'clock at night or something. So they're releasing it's the- It's not on demand? 
I don't even know what that is because anymore. I would assume on an app now I don't know but I watch a lot of stuff through streaming services like Discovery Plus Disney Plus or whatever it yeah is. but anytime I go there it has the show and you just click on it and you can that's watch. what it is so then it probably wouldn't be certain times that it's released. I think they could just watch it whenever they want. But I think they wait. They did that on NBC.com. So like even Every with the show week. Dave that's on FX, if you don't, you can watch it on FX on Wednesday. But if you want to watch it on Hulu, you have to wait till Thursday. And then it's on demand. So with Days mm -hmm. of Our Lives, they don't want people to go, oh, I can just watch it at 1 o'clock on Peacock because then you miss out on all the advertising on the cable network. So they make you wait till 7 so that people will watch it on NBC. And then if they don't watch it at one, they come home from work, you can watch it at, on Peacock. But they're playing it on NBC first? Yeah, like today's episode uh -huh. will air at one o'clock on NBC. Oh, you're talking about national TV, though. I'm talking about Beyond Salem. So that's where our big confusion yeah, was. You so were looking we were at me like I was like, what is the... So Beyond Salem is solely Peacock. Yes. That it will not air on NBC. But, but and the Days of Our Lives has already moved to Peacock as a whole. So gotcha, every episode gotcha. airs on NBC, and then later that night it's released on Peacock. So they're already putting their inventory on Peacock, right. and now they're doing Beyond Salem on Peacock, which I believe is not just a web series or a whatever you want to call it, limited series. I think they're doing that as a test to see how many people will watch so that in two years, if the numbers aren't good, they, they don't have go. to cancel days. They can move days to Peacock, and maybe there'll be a different funding because of how many people are subscribing to Peacock. Now, my question for you with Beyond Salem, do you believe this will be something that will be available 24-7 like the other shows I was just chatting about? Yeah. So you can just go whenever you want, obviously, as long as it's out, and watch it. Yeah. Okay, so, so that's very interesting. And also, too, they're bringing back a lot of people for Beyond Salem, like Lisa Renna. Renna? Yep. Wow. Because that because that's how I'm looking at it. Like, they, they're like, oh, Lisa Renna will talk about it on Instagram, Twitter, and her fans will go to Peacock. And so they, I think there was a budget already discussed or extra budget or however it was. But when I saw all the people involved, it's like, oh, let's try to get as many views on Peacock to right. see what kind of pull we have. Right. And so I'm wishing it well. I hope it does amazing yeah. um, because I've always just wanted the show to go on forever. And uh, what, so here's what happened. Back to the story with the, so I got a call and I was, and I was said, hey, I was told there was gonna be a five episode thing on Peacock. And we were in the car and it was funny because when I got off the phone, I, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm not gonna do it. And you were even saying too, you're like, you should have just said you'll think about it. <laughs> and I was like, well, I did think about it for a year. Um, and when they called, it was, um, I was just like, I don't want to, like, even with the producer, I was like, I don't want to even give them or waste their time. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to think about it because I've already thought about it. But it was really hard to say no. So it wasn't, like, as easy as just like, oh, yeah, hey, no. Like, it, I was, like, trying, like, it, you just feel bad. Um, it's like a breakup, kind of. It is. It felt like, because, like, the producer calling wanted me to say yes. So when someone's, like, calling you and they're, like, hmm. pitching you on, like, how awesome this is going to be and how much they want you there, and then you're like, instantly like oh yeah sorry. you know i just like i'm really sorry like i just don't you know want to or whatever and you could just hear the like the oh you know um and so it, it just feels really funny and then uh, maybe a weekend goes by and i get another call and it was from casting and she was like hey i'm not here to convince you or anything like that i just wanted to let you know because you're my sonny mm -hmm. and she found me um that 
you know, the, that NBC wants Wilson and we are going to move forward and we're going to recast the character. I just wanted to let you know. That's so nice. So I, I really appreciated it. Know. But I also think like subtly it was like the best way to basically like say, um, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was just a complete courtesy yeah. call. But I always think of the business end of it. Of course. And I was like, it might be like, you know what? Why don't we just call? Don't ask him again. But just let him know we're going to recast because then maybe he'll yeah. like say it. Or maybe I'm just, maybe that maybe that's just my ego. Maybe not. Maybe it was a courtesy call. But either way, I appreciated the call. And I was like, I think that's a great idea because it really took the pressure off my shoulders. Yeah. Because if I was responsible for Wilson disappearing forever... Hmm. that just makes it worse. So the fact that like everybody on the show was awesome about it, that I really took the time and I made a decision that I was happy with, the fact that they were appreciative, the fact that they're recasting it, that the Wilson story is going to continue is like, I know. thank God, I it's know. great. The last portion of it is going to be the fans. So we, I, I've, <laughs> I've witnessed um, many recasts. <laughs> but one of my favorites was with Guy Wilson because I got to experience that firsthand of what's going to happen um, with Zach. Working with a new actor, too. Well, that, too. But, uh, but Zach Tinker's taken over the role. I've never met Zach before. Um, he seems like an awesome guy, and I'm wishing him the best. And I even said, too, I bet you they're going to take take on someone who has soap experience. You did say and that. And I think he was on Young and the Restless yeah. for a while or maybe a long time. Um but to set him up with it, I think I think he's going to get a lot of love because people love the storyline. And then there's, of course, going to be people who will love Zach more than me. Right. And then there's going to be people who dislike Zach and like me more. Right. And then there's going to be the in-between who kind of gets used to it. Um, but I was laughing because now Chandler's going through what I went through in the sense of because I've done actor. this where I, I when I when when Chandler was recast the first time. He just like left work and then all of a sudden guy shows up and I'm about to propose to him. Did you know, you did know that guy was coming in, that a new actor was coming in. Do you remember that far ago? I, I tested, it, it was just oh. odd, but I, yeah, like after a day of work, I, they were like, you're testing with this guy. And I was like, okay, maybe that's like another relationship or something. Oh. But it was guy Wilson, who's also blonde and blue eyes yeah. and. We like did this test and then literally the following Monday he shows up through the door and I ended up proposing. But the reason they did that is that they didn't want me to propose to Chandler and then get married because it was such an important moment. Right. They're like, we want you to propose to Guy, get married to Guy so that there's Makes not sense. that thing. But um, but I was I, I enjoyed working with Guy. Him and I got along very, yeah, very well. Um, and but but it was it took a little time to get used to mm -hmm. because Guy was new to the show and Chandler had been there for years. But I know Chandler's a pro, and all all of these people are of pros, course. and so it's I'm sure it's going to go just seamlessly because it's going to be amazing. But um, the reason I keep laughing is that guy. We had this on running uh, joke that every single interview he did for the first year was uh, so. Uh, guy, what's it like stepping into the shoes of a three time <laughs> Emmy winning actor Chandler Massey? And so he. What used well, I mean, he was great at answering it, but we had that inside joke. So anytime he would be asked that, he would be like, because it's hard to say that. Like, what do you right. say? Well, you know, he paved the way. I'm, I'm grateful to be stepping into these shoes. I'm going to do my very best. And then he moved to the next. So, Wilson, so, oh Guy, what's it like stepping into the shoes and taking over such a pivotal role that means so much to so people 
and a three-time Emmy-winning actor. Uh, well, you know... Um, <laughs> he is such a good sport. <laughs> he was a good sport about it. So my whole point is that... Um, there, there's going to be a huge portion of people that I think are, are truly going to enjoy it. Um, there's going to be like the fringes of people who will obviously like Zach Moore, which is completely awesome. Um, and there's going to be people who aren't. But for the most part, I'm just sharing these stories because, you know, you you, you do the best you can in, in, the, in the situation. Yeah, so I know sure. that Chandler is going to come in and he's going to get used to it right away. Um, and it's just a little different, but you, you you're, you're acting. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? It's like course. it's it's a the, the character's the same. Yeah, I'm looking at a different actor, but but the whole relationship and what you actually pull from to be an actor isn't through Chandler or Guy. It's it's the character. Like I can't really describe it. Um, there's just slight nuances that shine through of the chemistry of the people. Of so like me and Chandler and me and Guy's relationship was different. So like. But there was still, um, we, we both liked each other. Yeah. So that's all that needed to come through. It wasn't like I disliked someone and you couldn't see that chemistry because I actually don't like the person. Right. It all really worked. But um, but then also, Zach, too, it's like it's the five episodes, so maybe it'll go into something in I the future. I was just going to say, do you think that'll be on but, days, days on TV? <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I, hope it, I hope it is. But, um, but, yeah, I think Zach will eventually get the same questions. Maybe not. But Great, I know me and Guy just had such a blast. Aww. I I enjoyed just listening to that and uh, and just watching him squirm a little bit. It was always <laughs> a, a joy to me. So, um, yeah. So, overall, that's kind of what went down. And uh, so I obviously knew that once the recast was happening that it was really, you know, shut for me. Yeah. Um, well, congrats to Zach. Yeah, and congrats. Best of luck. And you guys do look pretty similar. Yeah. I was like, oh my I gosh. think that's a, it was a great casting call. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to check it out. This will be the first time I'll get to actually see Wilson as all of you because, you know, when <laughs> it's me, I, you, you can't help but judge your own stuff. But now I can watch, um, you know, them them work together so uh i just wanted to be able just to come on and share the rest of the story because i know we went into the reasonings and all that on the past episode so if you didn't um catch that you can look for it um it was like a few weeks ago where i just you know go into that more detail but i just wanted to focus on the last little portion here but uh but yeah people were great i heard from the pr department and she was Mm. you know just like everyone was just so nice about it all the fans were super supportive. I know there's a few people who were disappointed, but everybody was like on board. They're rooting us on and everything else that we're doing. Yeah, and I just you. love like how much love and appreciation I have for that whole experience. It's a chapter in my life that I, I look back on so fondly and I, I know everyone on the show. So it's like all my friends yeah. and all the cast, the crew, like everybody. So I just wish everyone the best from the bottom of my heart. I'm rooting them on. Peacock this September, and we'll see uh, Wilson continue that beautiful storyline. Um, so it's gonna be so it's gonna be great. So I just wanted to to share. Love that. Oh, what's it feel like to close that chapter? Well, I've had the time. Like I'm really? at the point now where even I feel like the audience was kind of on the journey. Yeah. Like they were kind of like, oh, this is all happening because it's been a year and a half since I actually clocked in there. That's right. I did the New Year's Eve thing, but that was a Zoom. Like, but actually going to work. Do you guys remember that? He did a Zoom from the house we were staying in. Yeah, that's crazy. So that was kind of the last thing there, but, but yeah. So we'll see. And um, now we're just going to focus on you know everything else that we're doing here, and uh, and then we'll obviously keep you posted on any 
you know, news that comes our way yeah. with it. But, uh, right. but yeah, we'll let you know once we watch it. We'll give our uh, commentary again. So it comes out in September, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do a little thing there for you because I know we used to do all those recaps, remember? Oh, right. And, uh, now, do you th they shot that already, right? Um, They might be finishing it this week. Okay. Because I remember I would have been in L.A. last week if I would have done it. Oh, oh. And I think it was a two-week or ten-day thing. I was, I, it was really, I was taking in all the information. But you know, when you're in an uncomfortable situation, sometimes you almost like lose your hearing a little. <laughs> it just goes completely silent. Well, because you're, it's hard to focus on the conversation when you're like focusing on how do you answer this tactfully. Right. So you think they filmed that obviously in the studio, right? Yes, one hundred percent. They have to for, for you know. Well, so this is really last thing on this topic. They have Beyond Salem, but what's the other web series that they shoot? I don't know what that's called. Um, is that on the Peacock app as well? It's on the Dual app, which... Oh, that's something different. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, I don't know. I, I feel the Dual app, I don't know how well it did. I, I think the, the, the biggest problem is that it, was, it wasn't worldwide. It was only U.S. Really? And so that really hurt. Hmm. But it could be worldwide now. They could have shut it down. I haven't kept up on the Dual app portion. But they always had that idea of doing something extra. Right. Um, but now but, they have Peacock. But then with Peacock too, it's uh, you know it depends on what kind of budget they would have because Peacock isn't run off of ad revenue; it's run off of subscriptions. Yeah. So even with Netflix, there's no commercials, yeah. but they have 150 million people paying ten dollars or fifteen dollars a month. Oh, yeah. So they got a two billion dollar budget per month to make this stuff. So if Peacock <laughs> gets wildly successful, maybe they'll have a little more money. Yeah. Because Days of Our Lives. I don't know if they would ever do this, but can you imagine giving the show a budget where they actually shoot at a mansion, where they're actually in a car, where they have a budget to do like the Didn't they do time? that in the 80s? Maybe 70s? They went on location, but it was still shot mainly in the studio. Really? I'm talking about a 100% prime time, like if you're trapped in the woods, you're in the woods. Right. If you're at a mansion, you're at a mansion. If you're in a car, you're in a car. You're at a shop. You're on the streets. But but then it's not a soap because all the soaps do. I mean, it's all kind of a soap if you think about it. Like soap opera, I don't know what the meaning of that is, but it's like drama. Like we're watching Outer Banks. Like, But it's a primetime soap opera. This is like actual soaps or daytime soap operas. They're daytime soap operas, but I, I mean the stories would be the same. The yeah. only difference is the fact that people forgive the fact that it's not real sets. But then they do that in sitcoms. But I think they like that. I think yeah. that's sitcoms it's, it's, are like yeah. that too. You you can appreciate it. It's a different feel and vibe. I don't know. But it's all the same. Like we're watching Outer Banks, and like there's people like grabbing each it's other and be like, you need a bit. And then like you you know you have the close ups of them like being super emotional uh -huh. and hurt, and then they're like, quiet down. And they're like we have to go. And then like I was telling her yesterday, we were watching Outer Banks, and one of the hardest things to ever act, and you have to really psych yourself. It's it's the thing you feel most phony about. There's a few things. Number one. When someone knocks at the door and you open it and you have to be surprised, <laughs> surprise is extremely difficult to play. Big pet peeve of mine. So I always make sure I'm like, be surprised. And the acting coach said, just imagine, convince yourself it's going to be someone else so you're actually surprised. But you can't overdo it. So that's very hard to do. Waking up, oh, oh so many people butcher that. I always wanted, I was my pet peeve too. I'm like, I, if I'm going to wake up, I have to make it real. Not the whole like, oh sorry no oh no convince it. and the other thing that is so hard to do 
is when there's someone shot or there's a knife wound and you're putting pressure on it. And you're like, 911, 911, just, sh- just be quiet, just be quiet. Like that whole thing is so wow. hard not to feel phony while doing it. Um, you really got to convince yourself like those are hard. Everything else is kind of easy. Well, because you've experienced the other things. I would assume most people haven't been in that high intense situation. Of, That's so true. You know? I've never experienced that, and I've never experienced... I've experienced being surprised, but a surprise is like fear. It's the yeah. same reaction where it's, it, fear kind of comes out of a surprise. And being surprised, too, it's not like you're surprised every day and you're used to what that feels like. Being in love, you know, getting in fights, you would know, but being surprised is such a specific emotion. Yeah. So maybe it's... Yeah. Um, why are we saying that? What was the <laughs> We were that? talking about Outer Banks. Well, we were, yeah. <laughs> And but then, oh, this is everything being a soap opera. Like it's all the same. Like it's it's all the drama. Um, but I think this is a good start. So we'll we'll, we'll pay attention to what's happening here in the next couple of years. Yeah. But um, you know, just with the way that the the entire industry is changing, there's you know, days of our lives has to stick around forever because people are doing anything and everything they can to become a household brand name. Mm-hmm. It is so hard in today's world to create so much brand awareness that days of our lives has but that's 55 plus years yes so that's why it has to go forever and i think all the people understand that so whether it's peacock or whatever like you can't ever stop trading on that brand right because if you knock on every single door if you go to any apartment complex any hotel and you knock on every door and say do you know days of our lives the answer is yes so for nbc or peacock or anyone to go you know what we're going to be done with this. We're going to invest in the Barefoot Chronicles. And people are like, what the hell is that? If you knock on every door, no one knows what the hell that is. And you have to take billions of dollars and years of work to even come close to getting that to be close. So I really hope they continue that because Days of Our Lives is a huge, huge household name. And I'm happy they're they're investing in that. So that is that. That. And that's that. All the best to Days. To Zach, to everyone, all the cast and crew involved. Yes. Sending good vibes. And um, people's big question, too, is what are we doing now? Well, one little side job that I have is I've become a handyman. Uh, not officially, but just for my in-laws. <laughs> which. Um, well, you have a lot of jobs you have to go do today and tomorrow. This whole week, really. What kind of stuff are you going to be doing? Just everything. When she said I had a list, it's everything. So, <laughs> But, yeah, we, they, they moved into their house two months ago yeah and they're still like not put together and they've just had issues with handymen coming in and being late or canceling lots of canceling. and i told them i said look i'll do it for free like i'll do all your handyman stuff and your mom was like no i have to pay you and i was like <laughs> i don't want your money so she's like then i'll hire handyman so for two weeks she went with different handymen who did accomplish a lot of the tasks stuff, yeah. but then they just didn't work out so now she called two nights ago and she's like I can't find anyone. And I said, all right, I'll do it. And she goes, well, I have to pay you. And I was like, well, as long as you know, I would I would have done it for free. But, I mean, I'll take but some cash fair, money. to be fair, there is a lot of work. It's not like, oh, hey, come over and move this or help me paint this. Like, there is a list of stuff. It's, it's so probably, probably going to take me 15 to 20 hours of total work, including going to Home Depot and all that stuff. Right. But, um, but yeah, I never realized until being put in this situation – just the skills that I accumulated from my dad over all these years, um, from like electrical to dimmers to laying floors to hanging pictures to patching holes to putting up cabinets to building 
Like there's pretty much nothing I can't do. Um, <laughs> and I just never really realized that because I just grew up as like it's just part of life. Like yeah. like my, my dad ordered, uh, they're re-siding their house. And so I was like, well, I'll come home and, and help out. And he has all his buddies coming over. Yeah. So I think in the next few months, I'm going to go back. We're just going to side the house. But me, I like doing projects with my dad. And that's when he was here. But we put our entire apartment together in one day because we just know how to hang TVs, how to use all the stuff. But I, I took it for granted. I take it for granted that you're good at all that stuff. So, <laughs> But it, it's really nice, though. I, there, there's this weird part of me, not a weird part, just like a cool part, that working with my hands, I can't get that feeling of accomplishment in any other field other than like moving furniture, putting furniture together, building something physically, hanging things. Like there's something about yeah. a list of physical stuff with your hands. And then you work really well though, when there's a task and then you accomplish it and there is a list that you just, you do very, very well with that. There's a beginning, middle and end. Mm -hmm. And I, and I think there's a lot of other stuff that we do that's kind of endless yeah so you're you almost can't think of the goal and get that satisfaction right it's kind of a you have to enjoy the day-to-day -day process because it's forever it's kind of like life i mean like you you have to enjoy life because it's a it's a process no one's goal is to end it right but with these little projects there's an actual like here's the job here's the work here's the process and then here's the goal and it's yeah. in sight and you accomplish it and you get that dopamine yeah hit. But with something like even podcasting, yeah, we feel great when we're like, hey, we're going to film this podcast, we're going to edit and put it up. And you do get a little dopamine from sure. that. But it's like, well, next week there's going to be another one. And then like the members, mm -hmm. like it's it's like a like we've signed up to do this podcast in perpetuity. I mean, I don't know how long. It might be forever. Crazy. So though we feel that little like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like we're getting like every week we do it. Um but it's not like, hey, we're doing an eight-episode series and then you accomplish it. Or when you film a movie, right. I bet you people, when they film a movie, they're like, here it is, the prepping, the shooting, and then they watch it in the premiere and they get that sense of like, that's done. Yeah. Like I did yeah. that. So uh, I will say, though, what I love about filming our podcast and it being, you know, a little bit about our lives and what's going on and documenting that even so far – from us starting in Pasadena in 2018 to then getting the studio in Studio City, then taking it on the road and going cross country and then doing our Airbnb here in Orlando. And then now we're finally settled. I mean, imagine in three, four, five years to always be able to look back and see our journey is really, really cool. It's It's been the biggest surprise because we started off with the podcast like you wanted to do it. Yeah. And I remember... I just didn't see like the full vision of it. So I was kind of like, I don't really get it. Yeah. Like I was like, I, I didn't understand the power of a podcast. And then I'm glad we stuck with it because mm -hmm. it's been the biggest surprise. And like, this is the most like fun. It's so yeah. fun yeah. to be able to do. Well, so. and it's crazy too. Cause now that I think of it, when we first started the podcast, we started it on Facebook. We were just going live on Facebook. Yeah, we had a bunch of iterations, and, and that's the – we always do that. We, we yeah, have big ideas. Try. We try it for a little, and then if it sticks, we go all in. And if it doesn't, then you kind of learn and adjust. And yeah. So so we're always kind of maneuvering and, and figuring out where to put our time <laughs> and, and what to do. But um, but this is great. So I, I want to thank you all so much for, for supporting the podcast and, and tuning in. And, um, and we do our best to try to make it as entertaining and inspirational, <laughs> educational every single week. And uh, – 
yeah, you, you all just mean the world to us. So thanks for allowing us to have a platform here to, to share our lives with you and talk through ideas yeah. and all that <laughs> fun stuff. So, <laughs> um, but I'm going to go uh, hang some curtain yeah, rods baby. and hook up some lights and Am put I in going some with dimmers. You? You're going to go with me. I am. Okay, I'll bring my laptop. Yeah, and then we can bring B-Mun Cashman. Little Benjamin. Yeah, let's do uh, it. Yeah, Benji. Um, he has many nicknames in this household. <laughs> so, um, But thank you all so much for stopping by, and uh, we will see you next Wednesday. So have the best week ever, and we will talk to you soon.